0: Welcome to the LU Moment. I'm Daniel McLemore, the Associate Director of Marketing at Lamar University. Each week we showcase all the events, activities, programs, and people that make Lamar University such an amazing place to be. OU hosted a job fair on Wednesday, July 7th in the Setzer Student Center. Applicants had the opportunity to meet with hiring leaders and the human resources team to review a variety of open jobs, including positions for faculty, information technology, financial aid, campus safety officers, police officers, facilities, and even groundskeeping. Lamar University is a great place to learn and work. And if you've ever wanted to build your career here, now is the perfect time. Visit our website, lamar.edu slash jobs, to view available openings and to apply. Well, our big news this week is the arrival of our 16th president of Lamar University, Dr. Jaime Taylor, to campus. He and his lovely wife, Stacy, have been diligently moving from West Virginia here to Texas over the past few weeks and officially take the helm on Monday, July 12th. Dr. Taylor comes to us from Marshall University in Huntington, West Virginia, where he served as Provost and Senior Vice President for Academic Affairs since 2018. We'll be speaking with Dr. Taylor on the show next week, so you will definitely want to stay tuned for that one. Today we have with us Troy Gray, Director of the Spindletop Gladys City Boomtown Museum on campus. The museum encapsulates the history surrounding the Lucas oil gusher of 1901 and hosts reenactments of the famous event at the museum only with water instead of oil. If you've ever seen the gusher, you're if you've never seen the gusher, you're truly missing out actually. And I can see it from my window on campus and every time I see it it just stops me in my tracks and it's just amazing to see. Uh Troy, I think you're the one that actually gets to push the button on that, right?
1: Yeah, I get to be the one that gets to play with it. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, big news on that is the gusher is coming back, correct? Yeah, uh well, uh
1: if Anyone didn't know it, it uh, had problems after the big freeze in February, and um, luckily Dow and Vista is coming in to resurface it and everything. We found out eventually it was a, a energy problem, uh, right. but uh, it, the motor was on its last leg anyway, so it's kind of came together all, uh, all at once. So it's kind of good, uh, evil because we we're getting it all resurfaced, but, um, I, we do uh, miss the gusher. Yeah. So,
0: uh, do you have a, a, a planned reopening date on that one?
1: No. Um, we were kind of uh, looking at July 1st, but then they said, there's, uh, probably no way we can get it done in July. and like, it doesn't matter let's get it just get do what you need to and then we'll
0: open yep. it up whenever. well it's not like we need a lot more extra water in the air right now either right well that's true <laughs> however
1: we are losing uh, visitors because of uh not having the gusher yeah. so yeah. uh that's kind of sad but people love our gusher the young and old and usually in july we have gushers in july where children run out there and get cooled down it's
0: only uh, for two minutes but uh here in southeast texas two minutes i'll <laughs> tell you what anything would help right <laughs> so, Spindletop is fully operational, minus the gusher at this point, but it's coming back. Uh, and it's open to the public post-pandemic. So, tell us a little bit about how the museum was able to continue operating during the pandemic and maybe some of the important lessons that you learned uh, going through that. Uh, well, uh, the first,
1: uh, yeah, we were down about two months. Um, we we closed down, um, unfortunately, right before spring break of, uh, what, 2020. And that's a big week for us. And then that also covered our field trip season. And that brings in a lot of children, and we miss that. But we opened back up in June of that year. Probably was the first museum in Beaumont to open. So, uh, I you know, getting there. One of the lessons, though, is it really proved to us um, that being under the Lamar umbrella really helped us a lot. Our uh, workers never had to uh, stop working. Uh, we What we did was we did a lot of scanning of our 2D items. There was a lot of uh, different work. We did some painting and that during that time. So there was always work. But uh, as you might know, about a third of the museums were uh, are probably still in danger Mm -hmm. of closing or they already closed because they didn't have the umbrella of some someone like Lamar. So that kind of helped us. But, um, all, still though you know we're we missed out on another field trip season this this year although a lot of our smaller field trips are coming so that's kind of good uh we also miss our international audience you know right. we have people from all over the world and they're starting to come we had one from ecuador last week so that was kind of cool um but um yeah so um I really hope that next year we'll have the bigger field trips back and, um, that. So, um, but we're slowly, we're getting back to, uh, normal and June was our first 1000, uh, visitor month oh, wow. uh, since the pandemic. So we are starting to get back to almost
0: regular. Everybody keeps talking about, you know, what, what is that sense of normality that we're looking for? And, you know, it, it, it it almost, it, you kind of forget what normal used to look like in a sense.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, we had somewhat of banished than other museums too, because we're more of an outside museum. You right. do go in and out 15 buildings. Uh, we did put away, in fact, we still have away our interactives, uh, we're about to bring those out, but, oh, that's great. um, but yeah uh but we're kind of advantaged because there's so much uh free air here (laughs) than other museums so that kind of helped us um but that also helped us with some events because last year uh, we had a high school wanted to do a small prom here at which we were able to hold so um we're able to do some of those events that other places are not of course we always have to worry about weather though
0: (laughs) (laughs) correct southeast texas weather right yeah so uh last month uh the museum hosted the jazz and wine the jazz and wine night there we go how uh how did that go well it went uh, very well we had uh that was our second one and we had about
1: 45 people and um you know those nights are really just set up for people to come out hear good music and uh chat with their friends look around the museum we often get from many different people that they haven't been here since elementary school or just for a long time so it allows people from um for the adults, really, to have a chance to come out here and experience the museum in a different light. And um, we are re- very, do a lot of really great family events. We're starting to look at that adult age and see what we can provide.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. So, let's highlight some of the upcoming events here coming up in the fall. Uh, we actually have um, one of them uh, here in July. Uh, the 17th, the opening of the Historical Southeast Texas Art Show uh, in collaboration with the Artists of Southeast Texas.
1: Yeah, so the Artists of Southeast Texas is a brand-new um, nonprofit, and uh, we, I know the, the leader, Caitlin Head, and we were talking, and like, oh, what can you do for the museum, or what do you want to do at the museum? And so we came up with this art exhibit, and it's a fantastic uh, idea, and we want to use, uh, we're in the Caroline room, here and we uh, use this for many different things rotary meets here and stuff like that but we also want to provide uh, activities for so that we can get repeat visitors you know and stuff like that so already we're planning small exhibits but that was kind of our first uh, exhibit from the outside so it's going to be a really fantastic thing um, uh, high schoolers and, and other artists are, are doing art that they'll be displayed here so for, for about three months Oh, that's
0: awesome. That's going to be great. That's going to be a really good exhibit to come check out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Starting in September, open mic night. Or open mic day, I guess. Uh, yeah, family yeah. Picnics.
1: So uh, starting on September 26th, every other week, we're going to have an open mic nights and family picnic days. Uh, most likely, that will be a free time to come in. We're going to have some tables out there uh, because, again, we want to provide a really safe place to uh, come out with your family, come out with your friends, but also provide some sort of entertainment. And uh, it takes nothing to put a mic up on our stage and people to come up there and uh, do uh, whatever talent they want to do up there. Uh, other than uh, we don't allow fire, but <laughs> anything else. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, there's so many, t- there's so much talent in Southeast Texas that they're just. Uh, wanting a place to come out and uh this is just a a unique thing about that a lot of our activities though you have to know that we're looking back at 1901 what did they do and of course they had a lot of that going on they had outside concerts they had um Bar girls singing in the saloons <laughs> we're not going after that well I guess with the jazz and wine we are but uh, but yeah I mean there was music there was things like that so that's kind of what we're providing.
0: Yeah because everything that you do you want to kind of keep that historical perspective to it correct? Yeah
1: yeah there might be some tangents on that but all of it has uh, some sort of linking back to 1901
0: Well and uh, you know Beaumont wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Spindletop essentially so. Oh yeah
1: I mean <laughs> it was, it was, uh, Beaumont uh, was a very different town until the oil came and because of the oil is still reflects today uh, and you can see some of that just by uh, going to our YouTube page and seeing the videos that I've been putting up, uh, talking to community uh, people about why the museum is important to them and how the uh, discovery of oil still affects people today. And there's a lot of really great, interesting answers from different people um, from different walks of life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The, the YouTube page. Yes. There's tons of videos up there that they're great educational. And, you know, you, you get to come here and see things it's it's no no trade-off for that in a sense but uh seeing those videos it 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 helped me to understand a little bit
1: Right, right. Um, well, hopefully it's like uh, fireworks. You can see pictures of fireworks or videos, <laughs> but you want to see them in person. Exactly, no. you got
0: to experience them. Exactly. Uh, October twenty sixth,
1: we have Spindle Top Spook Fest. So yeah, this is one event that we look forward to. It's one of our bigger events. This is one that the fraternities and sororities and other clubs on campus come over and help us with. Uh, they uh, provide candy and, and games. Uh, the one year it brought eight hundred people here wow. so uh last year of course we couldn't do it as safe as we wanted to uh but so we didn't have it but we really did miss it but it's one of our uh more fun events that we could to see people dressed up and yeah. they get to play games and get candy and yeah
0: yeah loads of fun on that one for sure uh, and this is just a sampling of events there's going to be other events throughout the fall that, that we may not be talking about oh, just exactly, yet but exactly. we're just kind of highlighting a few of them I want to make sure we, we said that too uh, November 13th we actually have uh, that's homecoming week and we every, every homecoming we have Big Red's Ride Car Show
1: oh yeah that's another one last year we uh, still had that in fact I think we were the because there was no homecoming that day we still had our car show right. and um, because people were still uh, k- kind of looking for a place to go at that time uh there we had a lot of, like i think we had about 60 or 70 cars out here for oh, wow! so we hoped to do the same and of course it all depended on the weather but yeah. um but there was a lot of people here it was really exciting to see so uh, we love to do stuff for the lamar events
0: like yeah, that. it's it's going to it's fantastic to, to have all those things on the calendar and really just, you know, there's not any really car shows on campus anywhere. And that's the one place that you can be a part and have. that Right, exactly. Hey, every exactly. time I come, it's a load of fun. Uh, Big Red yeah. and Lou get to come out. And yeah,
1: not last year, but I know uh, the year before it was uh, one uh, prize was given to a Lamar student. Oh, wow. A, uh, I think it was like a 1980s Mustang. Ooh, that's awesome. So, yeah.
0: Love, love that. Uh, and then December, uh, like always, we have the Christmas and Boomtown Light Show.
1: Well, this year is very different. Oh, because, okay. Uh, because uh, we never have had a light show. We've had a Christmas event uh, one day. But this is going to be spectacular. This is going to bring, I believe, thousands of people out because we're going to uh, turn on the lights and we'll have light displays. Uh, if businesses out there want to sponsor, please contact me because we're going to um, have light light displays out here people are going to come in take pictures in front of these light displays and it's just going to be incredible so this is going to happen every evening in december except for monday nights and um and of course, Christmas uh, and Christmas Eve. But yeah, we're going to have that about six to 10 every night so that people can come in and take pictures. Plus we're trying to get uh, area choirs to come for the weekends and we hope to have a Santa on every Saturday as well.
0: Oh, that's gonna be fantastic. That's a lot of fun, lots of fun for the family for sure. Uh, Tell us a little bit, you have some rental spaces available, correct? We do. we have um, the
1: saloon. We have this room, the Caroline room. This is more of an up-to-date room. And um, then we have the whole museum.
0: And how do you uh, get in contact to, to rent that?
1: So you can find the prices on our, fa- uh, on our webpage. And then, um, or you can just call the museum and we could give you all the information.
0: Absolutely. I love, love that opportunity. So, Troy, thanks for joining us today. It's been Thank a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, if you haven't visited campus in a while, now is absolutely a great time to come see all that LU has to offer, including Spindletop and the museum. So, I'm Daniel McLemore, Associate Director of Marketing Communications at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.